but I have to remember to rely on a source of joy that's outside of myself and to give thanks to a God who knows my needs. God knows when I need an encouraging word and he will always give someone a nudge to let me know that he hears me. I am Sherry Fletcher and this is your spiritual game plan, change. It's something that happens to all of us. You've invested your time and energy into an important role, sometimes for years, and then suddenly it's time for you to move on. Maybe you've worked hard on a dream, and now your path is taking a new turn, but that dream isn't going with you. Perhaps you've raised your kids and they've moved on, but now your empty nest is filled with parent care. Or maybe you're in the middle of diaper changes and laundry piles. If you find yourself asking questions like, where do I fit in anymore? Am I even relevant? How do I find my purpose now? You are in the right place. This is the show for women in a season of transition. I believe that while your roles in life will change, your purpose is eternal. I'm here to help you understand just how intentionally you were made by a creator with a game plan. Together, we'll discover ways to help you unlock the purpose God's placed in you, develop a game plan for your life's calling, and embrace the intentional masterpiece you were created to be. Hi, you guys. Today, I am having some technical difficulties and have not been able to get the video aspect of Zoom or of any of my recording devices to work. And so we are going to just go with it as it is and make this an audio podcast because the theme is thankfulness. And so I'm going to be thankful that at least the audio aspect of this recording is working. It's November. I can't believe that. I know every month we say we can't believe it's already that month, but literally it has been a year since we moved to Tennessee and that year has flown by. I absolutely love November. I think that um, of the holidays, November is probably my favorite. It's the month of thankfulness. And I chose the word gratitude for my word of the year. I don't know if you guys do word of the year or not. I like it a little bit better than resolutions because uh, it's something that I can keep. I can find a word and apply it to all different aspects of my thought processes and my devotions and whatnot during the year. And so after what we all went through in 2020, I thought, you know, I have a lot to be thankful for. So in 2021, I'm going to focus on gratitude. And what sparked the word gratitude as my choice was a gift that I got from a good friend in Washington. Her name is Rhonda, and she sent me a beautiful Christmas ornament. And there was a card that came with it. And on that card, it said, gratitude enables our hearts to tell a better story. I'm going to say that again. Gratitude enables our hearts to tell a better story. Isn't that so true? Gratitude changes our perspective. I know 
um, as I was growing up, I was made to sit down and write out thank you cards for the gifts that I received from family members and different friends. And in return, it made me appreciate knowing when a gift was received and if someone enjoyed it and what they were going to use it for. How about you? When you send out a gift, do you like to know that someone received it and what they're going to use it for? There are many ways that you can let someone know what they do, what they give, or what they say to you has made a difference in your life. And letting them know this is a gift in and of itself. Gratitude has always been a huge part of the Lord's teaching. There are plenty of stories in the Bible about gratitude, but one of my favorites is the story of the 10 lepers found in Luke 17, 11 through 19. While traveling to Jerusalem, he passed between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, 10 men with leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he told them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And while they were going, they were cleansed. But one of them, seeing that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice gave glory to God. He fell face down at his feet, thanking him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, were not 10 cleansed? Where are the nine? Didn't any return to give glory to God except this foreigner? And then he told him, get up and go on your way. Your faith has saved you. There are so many different aspects to study about this story, but I'm going to stick to the fact that out of 10 people whose lives had just been changed, only one came back to say thank you. I read in a concordance called the Gospel of Luke this statement, in gratitude, even among Christians, is often pronounced, helped the most, they often seem to take it for granted. They are thankful neither to God nor to you for being used as an instrument in his hands to counsel or help them. Don't expect gratitude. When it happens spontaneously, it will doubtless happen in lesser numbers of instances. Here, the ratio is 1 to 10. And often, it will come from one whom it is least expected. I have found that to be so true in my own life, and I'm sorry to admit that I've often stopped doing things because I wasn't thanked. I'm also sorry to admit that I've continued on my merry little way without stopping to thank someone. We stay so busy during the day, those days turn into weeks, and those weeks turn into months, that we often fail to stop and say thank you. So I want to stop and say thank you to you, the listeners. Thank you for taking the time to give me the gift of your kind words. 
I have my share of hard days. And whenever a comment, an email, or a message, or a review comes through, I'm reminded of God's love working through you. This is how he works. He needs you to be his hands to type those words or to make that phone call or to be like my neighbor who stops and tells me that her and her sister have just started listening to this podcast and that it is reaching them. Hearing your words means so much to me. I want to stop and I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to Melody, a friend and a listener back in Washington. Thank you for the gift of your words. You have always made me smile and you're an amazing pillar in the community as a single mom who has sacrificed so much. I want to stop and say thank you for sending the messages that you enjoy my podcast and acknowledging that my move must have been hard. Thank you for encouraging me that I'm helping others by advancing his purpose. Vicki, you are a support to me more than you realize. Thank you. You are a wonderful mentor, and I appreciate the time that you take to talk with me as I process and grow in my ministry. You are often who I think of when I'm writing. Amy from Texas, you sent me the gift of these sweet words. What a beautiful and encouraging podcast. Sherry and her guests guide us along as we discover and fulfill our God-created purpose. Wonderful for any woman going through a transition in life. Here is a gift from a listener with the name M-A-C-S-Z. Thank you for your openness and humility. I love your show, and I'm drawn to your topic of finding your purpose in every season. Thank you tons. And to my mom, whose comments come almost at everything I write, who might seem to be unnoticed, but I do notice them, mom. Thank you for clapping for me, always cheering for me. Even from the day I took my very first steps, you have always been my biggest cheerleader. Thank you all so much for the gift of your gratitude. When God places a nudge in your heart to tell someone that what they're doing affects your life, please take the time to stop and say thank you. Then there's Darla, who takes the time to write a prayer for me every week. She prays over me and my ministry, and to know that I'm covered like that means more than I can thank you for. A study from Harvard found that giving thanks actually makes you happier. Well, we already know that because the Bible tells us that a cheerful heart is good medicine. Thankfulness is such a prominent theme in the Bible. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances. Thankfulness should be a way of life for us, naturally flowing from our hearts and our mouths. It takes the extension of grace and the acknowledgement of goodness to be able to give thanks in all circumstances. This can be difficult for us sometimes. There are certainly days when I'm anything but thankful for what is going on in my life or around me. 
but I have to remember to rely on a source of joy that's outside of myself and to give thanks to a God who knows my needs. God knows when I need an encouraging word, and he will always give someone a nudge to let me know that he hears me. He has continually done so through you. Your kind comments, your encouraging emails, and your warm messages. Whether I read them today or not, I keep all comments and messages in a folder on my laptop, and I can revisit them when I need a reminder. So thank you so much. As we begin this holiday season, continue to give the gift of gratitude. Be the person who stops to let someone know that what they did, what they said, or simply who they are has made a difference. I know that your gratitude will enable the hearts of everyone involved to tell a better story. I'd love to wish you a wonderful Thanksgiving. And again, thank you so much. While you were listening to this podcast today, did a friend come to mind that you would like to stop and say thank you to? I would love it if you'd share this link with them and let them know that while you were listening to this podcast, you thought about them and why. Listeners like you sharing links with others is how this podcast can reach more people. Thank you again for listening to Your Spiritual Game Plan, the podcast that helps you understand that God has a plan and you have a purpose in it.